0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My check, one, two, one, three. Why does everyone think that they know me a lot more to meet than eyes can receive? I learned real quickly to trust nobody. Growing up in a society with no loyalty, agree to disagree, believe whatever you want to believe. Like Pac said, it's the world against me. And like the army says, be all that you can be. Stupid people, how come that they can't see? Life is short, don't take it. So seriously, if I could change, you can change, in the words of Rocky. But that's all your choice, your ability. Three simple rules to my life, man, it's so easy. Don't let no one hold you back. Always follow your dreams. Remember, things ain't always how they appear to be. Now that we got that down, let me get to point three. It was quoted from my man. His name's Bob Marley. He said, don't worry and be happy. I said, don't worry, be happy. And that is my first rap I've ever written in my life. Dates back to '06, probably. I wonder if I'll put that in there or not. That could be funny. But yeah, I think I'm going to have a rap song... That'll be famous in like 10 years from now. In 2031. I'm calling it now. Calling my shot. Babe Ruth in it. Um, all right, let's get into it. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome to Living for a Living with your boy Joey Bradley. This is gonna be episode number 54. Living for a living, baby. How you doing? <laughs> yo. Yeah. I know I said I wasn't doing yo-yo-yo anymore. I'm doing yo-yo-yo. I like it. I was just feeling self-conscious for a day or two. We're getting back into it. It's kind of a good little catch line. Catchphrase. whatever you call it. i got to make sure my hair looks good. As we start this, make sure I sit up straight. I was talking to my ex the other day, and she was like, on one of your episodes, are you just not going to the gym anymore? Cause you kinda look um a little I don't know the word in English, um deflated. And I was like, what? what? I was like, I actually feel I've looking big. She's like, Yeah, but your hair didn't look good and so now I'm kinda conscious. I'm like, Alright, I gotta keep things looking nice. Mm. mm yeah. Um but starting out with the story. Last weekend I got I finished recording the pod and I go out with a couple of my my homies out here and we go to a bar called LA Poopy here in Quopio and I got recognized from TikTok and I could not believe it. It was the one of the funniest things that's happened to me in a while. I sit down at this little table, booth, couch thing. And the guy next to me is like, Hey, you're the guy from TikTok, right? I'm like mid-drink. I almost spit my drink out. Because I had the one clip on TikTok talking about being on vacation here in Finland. And (laughs) I was like, yeah, I think so. I don't know. Um... He's like, yeah, dude, I've seen some of your videos. You're funny. And I just, it was pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. It was funny. And the best part of it was he was with a group of people. And one of them was this girl that was pretty drunk. Go figure. And she like turns around, looks at me, and she's like, are you famous? <laughs> I'm like, no, not at all. <laughs> Maybe here in Klopio. I'm big in Finland, baby. Um, (laughs) and so I ended up talking to this guy, Artu, Artu, I forget exactly if his name had the R in it or not, Artu or Artu, maybe it's the same name. Um, we chopped it up for a little bit, appreciate you bro, that like made my day, it made my week and just after we got done talking, this drunk girl who had her back to me was just real curious about me. Cause I don't know. I guess there's, according to TikTok, there's like three other American people in Quopio. And <laughs> so she hears my accent or whatever, and this guy recognizes me. And so she has her back turned to me, and throughout the entire night, the hour to so while they were still there, she literally just was turned around looking at me the whole time and i was like oh my god this is it's like the first time i've ever been recognized for anything ever pretty much and i just made me think man that's gotta suck for leonardo dicaprio or some of these big celebrities who get recognized everywhere and just having people because it was kind of uncomfortable her looking at me i mean i guess if she was a little bit hotter it would have been more comfortable (laughs) <laughs> that's shallow. My mom will be mad at that. My mom hasn't been too thrilled with some of my Tinder stories, but sorry, mom. It is what it is. We're keeping it real. Got to give the people what they want. And I like talking about it. <laughs> so yeah, that was a, that was a funny, funny one to start. TikTok's a funny thing. That's where I'm pretty much trying to really grow and promote this at this point. So if you want to follow me on there, I'm much more active there than anywhere else. As I've said before, Twitter is kind of where the ideas start for the podcast. Because if I think about something, it's like my little notepad that I'll write down and then post there. And then before I start the show, I normally go back through my Twitter and, oh, that's a good idea. I'll talk about that. And, oh, I'll talk about that. And then Instagram, I'm just kind of posting the stuff I truly want to post, and then TikTok I'm being much more calculated with and trying to grow. And it's all stuff I say in the podcast anyway, but it's probably the more controversial stuff that I know will get views and get people going. It's so easy to get Europeans and Finnish people going because the algorithm starts so locally that it goes to Finnish, Finland and then Sweden, Norway, and like goes throughout Europe. And so all you got to do is talk talk about the country that you're in, so Finland for me now, and say something that's true but also is a little bit controversial because then you get people who will agree with you and like it. But then you also get people who will take offense to it because nowadays people want to take offense to anything and everything. And then they get mad and, you know, they comment. I've, I talked about this last time. And, but if you can get the right thing, then you get people arguing with each other in the comments. And then that's where, that's where the real gold is for podcast type of stuff is when you can get people interacting with each other in the comments. So that's just a little part of the the game I've been playing, but TikTok's cool, you know. I know it gets made fun of, and Rob and I talk a lot about it on this last episode. Um, but it's unique. I mean, it, it is unique, and it's also not unique. I am going to get into a couple ideas about how basically there is very little originality at this point for the masses. But it's unique in the sense that. You can argue with people there or people will kind of hate on you or make fun of you. And then if you respond with a, a nice response or tell them, oh, I think you misunderstood me, which happens a lot with some of these sarcastic remarks I make, then they'll say, oh, sorry, I didn't know. And then they'll follow you or then they like all your other stuff. And it's not like arguing with some g- guy on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook where they're sticking to their guns and want to win the argument no matter what. So it's a little bit more it's it's still very toxic but it can go from like toxic to pleasant real quick whereas the other ones are all pretty much set in stone what they're gonna be. but yeah, that's uh. Part of the funny things on TikTok comments, is people all say, well, it's not fair to generalize all people like this. It's like, yeah, I know, it's not fair. Life isn't fair, motherfucker. But when you're doing semi-comedy, and I don't know if I can even call this fucking comedy, but when you're doing something that's not, I'm not trying to educate you, I'm just trying to entertain, basically, and entertain myself. Generalizations are funny. Generalizations are what makes comedy comedy for the most part. And I'm not saying I'm some comedian, but I just love it's not fair. That's like the new thing these days. Everything has to be fair. And I'm just so grateful of how I grew up with my dad because the main thing I can remember my dad telling me is I I would be young and I would say, "Dad, that's not fair." And he'd just go, life's not fair. That was always the response. My mom would say it too. And I don't know, I think, I'm just assuming I'm not in everybody's households. I can't generalize everybody. But I'm. if I had to guess, most of the parents nowadays, when their kid says, dad, life's not fair, they go, I know, son, I'm sorry. <laughs> How can... We can try and make it fair, though, in a better world, in better times. Just keep dreaming. Um, It's like, I don't know. I think that was such an advantage to learn at a young age. Motherfucker, it's not fair. Stop expecting shit to be fair. It's never going to be fair. And the more you focus on the unfairness of it, then you are losing time and energy on actually getting ahead and making it more fair for yourself. Because with hard work, you can even the playing field in pretty much everything. And, you know, with the victimization, victimhood bullshit that we have just proclaimed as the new gospel, I know that's a, that's a, that idea that I just said of like working hard. To evening yourself up, even if you're coming from a disadvantaged situation, I know that's controversial these days because we need everything to be fair. Like, dude, it's not fair that I was six foot and 160 pounds, and I wanted to play Division One quarterback. It's not fair. Guess what, motherfucker? I worked my ass off. I got a scholarship. Like, yeah, I was disadvantaged. It wasn't fair fucking idiots, man. Life isn't fair. Get over it. Work hard. I I just don't know what people expect. You want just shit handed to you? Do you know how unfun that is when you just get shit handed to you? It might feel cool for the second, but if you have any type of self-worth, you just feel like a fake eventually. You know, that's where a lot of the psychological issues come with kids who grow up with everything, whether they'll admit it or not. And I'm not some psychologist, but they know in their minds that they didn't earn what they have. And so the feeling of self-worth, self-worth isn't there because they think, well, I didn't really earn this and I have this and I'm portraying something that I'm not. You know, and it it can happen with a lot of people happens with people who are spending all their money on cars and Jordans and designer clothes to look cool for people who don't even give a fuck about you because yeah, maybe you worked for all that stuff, but then you go to, you're, you're dressing like you make millions of dollars and then you go back to a shitty apartment. Or living with seven people, and I'm not any. Th- if it makes you truly happy, go for it. But normally, people are buying that type of shit to cover up the hate they have for themselves. Um. So, I think that's that's all that needs to be said on that one. This is just, yeah. It's so fun. I I fucking love this podcast, man it is pretty fun and as i mentioned before we're getting to a point where the idea of originality is just becoming lost and almost impossible and i, I do this myself at times cuz you know i have an idea or um or i i should say I don't know what to do for a thumbnail for YouTube or the intro for the podcast. And so then I'll go look at somebody else's that I think is dope and try and kind of put my own little spin on it and do that. And so, and then sometimes I end up creating something that I think is even better than what that person had. But it all started because I'm basically copying somebody else. And that, that's happened through everything. I mean, art, there's very few pieces of original art music included every you know samples it's all just little remixes of it but nowadays with social media there's just not very much originality whether it be content or ideas or style I mean TikTok as much as I love it is also a huge huge advocate of unoriginality because it's basically just everyone copying one thing. A dance, a a sound, a whatever, like doing and and then maybe putting their own little spin on it, which is again falls into the art thing, but it's just so similar that it can barely be considered different. That people are, I think, forgetting who they actually are because we're so Connected to social media and stuff that we're actually disconnected from ourselves. Because we see what we should be and what's cool and what's out there and what everyone else is doing and then we internalize that and think, oh, that's what I should be doing. And I'm guilty of this too. Don't get me wrong. But the idea of thoughts and ideas and quotes... You know, you, you go on Twitter and you look at the kind of top money, fitness guru, you know, entrepreneur kind of guys. None of those guys have any original ideas. They're all just like recycled thoughts and ideas from each other or other places. They'll get something from, they think they're slick. They'll get some idea from something outside and bring it in. and But it's just all like just this regurgitation of what they think they should be saying. And so I got a compliment from one of my homies from this past solo episode where he's like, man, you have some balls to say some of the stuff you say on your podcast. And I'm like, really? Do I, you know, I thank you. But at the same time, I don't think I do. I just think I'm being me. And Part of me is saying what's on my mind. Especially in an unfiltered setting. Like being in this fucking apartment by myself. So. I think that. A lot more people would like to do this. But it's at this point now. They. Almost have forgotten that this. What I'm doing is in them also. That they could do it too. Because. Because. I think a lot of people don't even really say what they think around close friends anymore. Out of fear of being judged which then is derived from a fear of being outcasted. You know, this shit's all like primal DNA kind of stuff. I've mentioned it throughout the year. that Embedded in us from Back in the tribe days. Was if you said or you did something that went against status quo. You got ousted. You got kicked out of the tribe. Out of the community. And then you eventually died. So we have a fear of that. And now that's kind of happening with the cancel culture stuff. You know, a comedian says this or says that. And it's normally more about jokes. About... mm, sexual harassment or racism type of thing you know like those are the ones and I'm not excusing any of that shit don't get me wrong but I don't think you know Morgan Whalen I don't even know this full story to be honest I've just seen a couple tweets and a couple TikToks about it that he said the n-word this country singer he said it with an a but it wasn't at a black person like from what I understand is like he was joking talking to one of his boys which is stupid like I don't I just don't get why I mean it's full circle I don't get why white people want to use that word so much like bro (laughs) can we just not do it like it's I've been given the pass throughout my life everywhere I've lived every group I've been in I've always had the pass you heard the bars in the beginning you feel me I never say it Like I said, maybe if I'm alone with the music turned way up in my car rapping, I might get one in there. Just if I feel it is important to the song and lyric. But I I just don't have this desire. And so I don't get why white people want to say it so bad, for one. Like, I mean, I do get it. It's like the Catholic school private school girls who told they can't have sex and then they turn into the biggest sluts in the world because when you're told you can't do something it makes you want to do it even more you know but then on the flip side I just don't get I know I have zero representation for the black culture and black community but I just don't get why in the same way that White people are holding on to this, like wanting to say it so bad that black people are also holding on to not letting anyone else say it and being so offended by it. You know, it's they've already flipped the script on kind of the meaning of it, you know, making it a term of endearment. And to me, l- logically thinking, is if everyone, if it, you just said, ah, we don't care and just let it go it would just take all the power away from it. It wouldn't be cool anymore. People would then stop wanting to say it because then they're allowed to and so it isn't as cool because, you know? It's like when one of your dad's, one of your friend's dad's smokes weed with you. Like, it's kinda cool at first. You're like, oh yeah, and then you're kinda like, man, smoking weed isn't that cool anymore fucking josh's dad smoking with us and he's like higher than me it's not part of the draw to it is because it's not allowed you know as soon as it gets legal you know the idea i mean it is nice just being able to go buy it at a store but the idea of having to meet up with somebody go to the you know a mcdonald's parking lot Meet up with a guy you've never met before, try and sound cool on the phone, get ripped off, be mad about that, have some, you know, it just takes some of the fun out of it. And so, I don't know, I didn't plan on getting on that subject at all today, but that's where this shit goes, I guess, right? Right, yeah. Who knows? I mean, it's just, the world is just crazy right now. And I, I, although I kind of want to, I need to get that out of my mind because I've, as I've talked about, our beliefs are just so important and basically whatever you believe you're right, you create your own reality. And so if you feel your life's not fair and you're being oppressed and somebody's working against you, you're right. That's happening. But if on the flip side you wake up and think, Man, it's I'm blessed to be alive, I'm happy, I'm doing what I want to do. I'm getting to choose what I wanna do. Yeah, maybe it's not gonna happen like that, like the snap of the fingers. But you you can't just change your beliefs in the snap of the fingers either. And so I just I just don't get it. So I need to I'd like to stop even getting in my mind that the world is this crazy place because I think everybody thinks that and our like collective consciousness is creating an even crazier world and so I'd, I'd like to get that out of my it's it's tough though don't get me wrong it's tough even here in Finland I said in the beginning there's a lot of common sense but man you still see some craziness here with masks and I've talked about it just last episode with people sanitizing their hands in between reps at the gym. And it's just it's just strange to me how quickly and easily people buy into this stuff. Because we had our our public gyms were closed for two weeks out here because I guess there were a couple cases in school or a lot of cases. Like 12 or 20 or maybe 30 and on the second day of the gym lockdown there were literally zero new cases here and so and then on the flip side the US is opening despite <laughs> i mean numbers are falling but there's still numbers you know, i just don't get what uh, what's the goal of any of and and what the logic is of anybody it's it's madness i got to stop saying that you feel me But it's so refreshing to hear people that'll talk about the absurdity of all of this stuff. You know, I I guess now one of the new things is they're saying that you need to wear two masks. Because two masks is going to have more (laughs) effectiveness than one. And possibly three masks. It's like, basically if you want to watch the new season of Dark Mirror just turn on any American news channel. And that will be a sneak peek into the new season of Black Mirror. This three, especially West Coast um, channels. Three masks. So isn't it fair to say then if they're recommending two and three masks because one mask isn't working well enough, that the people who were questioning why we had to wear one mask kind of had a point or no, is that, that's not allowed. That's not allowed with the the ministry of thought. <laughs> uh, and then on that same little mask note, the ultimate contradiction, I mean, who the powers that be, I don't know who exactly they are. There's that Indian dude who came out and said basically 150 people run the world, or maybe the US, but I think he said the world. Here's the thing. There's about 150 people that run the world. Anybody who wants to go into politics, they're all fucking puppets, okay? <laughs> there are 150 and they're all men that run the world, period, full stop. They control most of the important assets. They control the money flows. And these are not the tech entrepreneurs. Now, they, they are going to get rolled over over the next five to ten years by the people that are really underneath pulling the strings, And when you get behind the curtain and see how that world works, what you realize is it is unfairly set up for them and their progeny. So whoever the powers that be just think we're stupid. And they're right. For the most part, people are fucking stupid. Because here's a conspiracy fact for you is the flu didn't exist this year. I mean, it it did ever, ever so slightly. I don't know the exact numbers. But there's something like 70,000 cases of the flu with 30,000. There's, there's a lot of Maybe it was 70,000 deaths per year from the flu. There's been like 10. Whatever the numbers are, the discrepancy is huge. And a great podcast for Americans to watch or Europeans, if you're just curious about the contradictory... Contradiction of the American media system is called Unfilter by Chris Fisher. And it's awesome. I mean, it'll also make you mad at times. But in terms of staying informed without diving into rabbit holes, this dude, is he's worth the hour a week. But on there, he, he talks about some of the stuff I'm talking about. And the, he says, you, you know, doctors are, are just completely surprised and don't understand how the flu doesn't exist anymore. They just, just, just don't get it. It makes no sense. There's no, they don't have any understanding. And he laughs and it's like, then some doctors will say, well, it's because of social distancing and because of mask use that, the flu has dropped and all these things. But then on the flip side, it's because people aren't social distancing and aren't wearing masks that COVID cases keep going up. So what's how does that work? When COVID is just another version of the flu. I know it's not exactly the flu, but it's it's in like the same family for lack of a better word. And not to mention the CDC has changed how <laughs> deaths and sicknesses are even counted, and not to mention that there's more money involved for COVID deaths and cases being contributed or counted in hospitals. But that that can't that can't be why the flu doesn't exist. It just has to be because people have been wearing masks and social distancing. It couldn't be the... No, it it couldn't. I mean, it's it's just... It's hilarious, man. I just don't... I don't get it. I don't get it. And going on that same note, one final thing that... Maybe I'll just clip it here. I think I can, I don't know if do will get copyrighted or whatever, but there's a real awesome clip from Pitbull, <laughs> Mr. Worldwide, talking about what's going on right now and how he sees it relating to communism, which he was born in Cuba, or he's first generation Cuban. Um, and I mean, he, he spits some real facts on, I don't even know what this show is called, It's like five guys sitting around a table getting drunk. N-O-R-E is like the host of it. And he's just a fucking idiot and just talks so loudly and is just purely a little like dancing puppet basically for the show. And Pitbull's really trying to educate them and educate the people watching watching. and N-O-R-E just says some stupid shit. But yeah, I'll clip that right here too.
1: So when it comes to this technology, exactly what it is, you got instant gratification thing, you can touch as many people with it as quick as they can want to go they can pull it from it. Yeah. And right now we're talking about, are we talking about a virus? A virus, that's what we talked about, SARS, MERS, BIRD, SWINE, Ebola, now Corona, like come on folks, I mean, you gotta really, you gotta read the tea leaves bro, you gotta, the devil's in the details. And with that said is, if you look at the recovery numbers on what we're talking about, I don't know what it is, but I guess the flu went on vacation on this year. Heart attacks went on vacation vacation Everything went on vacation this year when it came to, I'm talking about what what we're going through right now. And let's just call a spade a spade. And the reason I can have this conversation is because my family comes from communism. They fled communism. They had everything taken away from them. Everybody got murdered, everybody got killed. And that's the reason me, being a first generation Cuban American, or maybe us, being first generation Cuban Americans, I look at freedom and I appreciate that shit. I appreciate opportunity. I appreciate anything that you give me. All I need is a little slip, partner, and I got you. And that comes from the fact that when Castro took over everything, and I'm looking at what's going on right now, the only person here that's hot, 38 hot, is Castro. He's going, y'all did it with a virus? Shit. Y'all took over the world with a virus? Y'all gotta be kidding me. He had missiles pointed to the United States of America during the Russian Mr. Crisis. Wow. During the Bay of Pigs and what they went, went on through. So this shit gets deep. The only thing is, is do you want to realize how deep it is? That's, that's the way I look at this shit. And even going into this, I don't know if y'all know about this, but might as well put it out there, especially in y'all show, because y'all got folks that need this more than anybody. We all need it. There's a... There's a a rehearsal that went on before this whole shit is called Event 201. October 18th, 2019, this shit came out. It was ran by the John Hopkins University, which is in cahoots with Bill Gates, Melinda Gates Foundation. And this was a complete rehearsal of what we did right now. You can yeah. look at this up. So therefore, you have a segment where it says segment financial, what we gonna do? Segment travel, what we gonna do? Segment, what we gonna do when it comes to online? And, and it said, if anybody is not a part of the narrative, we're going to take it off off online, which to me smells like communism. Yeah. You feel me? And obviously that's what our families live through, and I'm sure all of our families have similar stories. After all of that, it happens to be about a month later, all the main CEOs in the world, parma, major companies, resigned. About a thousand and some change. So that means they pull out high, that means they take the ride high, and then they buy low. Well, everything went wheel. God knows what they did or they didn't do. But I know I'm talking about Disney, Hulu, Microsoft, Nike, Wells Fargo, Boeing, you name it, you look at them. And this is the part that I gotta talk to the world about is that that's the tail wagging the dog, partner. Well, y'all worried about followers and likes and who's on TikTok and Instagram.
0: And that that clip is from like September. So it's like three, four months old. And I became aware of it because of Anomaly on Facebook, and that's another guy worth
2: If you look at Karl Marx's Communist Manifesto, they're pretty much doing every single principle. Abolish the family, now making its way to liberal media. Abolition of property and land and application of all rents of land to public purposes. Which, by the way, how they're abolishing rent right now, it's just going to screw over landowners and the wealthy billionaire corporate class are just going to swoop in and make a fortune off of all the foreclosures and bankruptcies that are inevitable, a landowner. A heavy progressive or graduated income tax, Bernie Sanders and Biden favorite. Abolition of all right of a progressive dream confiscation of the property of all emigrants and rebels very similar to how they can confiscate your property business or run it into the ground if you don't follow their psychotic laws in which big box stores like Amazon and Costco seem to have a different set of rules Centralization of credit in the hands of the state by a national bank. We already have that. Centralization of the means of communication and transport in the hand of the state. They're working on that. Total control over transportation and communication. People were brainwashed by leftists to think that communist is this workers movement that just really empowers the middle class. But in reality, it wipes out the middle and lower class and creates an entire peasant and slave class. Because obviously, what do you think happens when you centralize all power, money, transportation and communication into the hands of big brother government? It's been a trap. It always was a trap. If you actually read the Communist Manifesto, it's pretty easy to figure out.
0: It's just interesting that all this information is out there for anything. Whether it be the stock situation with GameStop, like, it's obvious that the little guy is getting fucked with the COVID stuff, with vaccine stuff, with politics, with everything. It's just obvious that what's going on and they even have it out there for people to see and read and listen and watch. And I know, it. I guess it takes effort. It takes effort. It takes time. It takes thinking. Three things that have become very unpopular. It's just much easier to turn Netflix on. It's just much easier to scroll on Instagram. Much easier to, you know, Hey, and I do it too sometimes. I'm on TikTok more than I'd like. I'm not really on Instagram anymore, but it is what it is. Speaking of being on apps that I should probably get off and spend a little bit less time, you know your boy's still on Tinder. And Tinder's fun, bro. <laughs> and I think I'm, I'm at a good space right now mentally and know what I want and not really looking for love to keep it real. But I'm not against it if it came up you know I'm not gonna shy it away but at the same time it's just as I've said my little relationship I don't mean to say it little to diminish it but that I had in Barcelona the beginning uh, about a year ago was awesome and I don't know if I'm ready for that and there's still some attachment to that not saying I'm struggling to get over it or whatever I'm I'm in a good place it's just part of that piece of me is still out there and so it's not like that piece is looking for love or whatever so but but uh realization I've had through tinder because it's a lot of bullshit a lot of Although out here in Finland, I think just because I'm like an Ameri- I'm exotic, this American guy, I get responded to way more out here than I have anywhere else. Well, especially in the US, I should say. I haven't been in the US in a while though. But you still will run into the person that you know is waiting X amount of time to text you back. And those people I have no use for because if you are still waiting a certain amount of time to text somebody back because you're playing some little game basically with yourself then you're a fucking child and it, I mean I I get, I don't know but it's it's kind of obvious at times cuz I'm at the I'm if I see a message I will respond to that shit whether I see it in Three seconds or three hours. And so sometimes whether it's... this is I'm talking Instagram, Tinder, any kind of message. If I see it and I'm able to respond right then, I'm responding right then. And you'll do that on Tinder mainly. Someone will message you. I'll see it. I'll message them right away, right back. And then they don't message back for like seven hours. It's like, bitch, I know you were still on. I message back in 20 seconds. So... I just... That's a little venting. Got to get that off my chest. What else we got here before we get into some finished stuff? We got the Super Bowl today. I'm just trying to keep myself alive. Keep myself awake. It's 11 p.m. right now on Sunday. Super Bowl doesn't start until 1.30. Tom Brady, baby! Basically, Super Bowl goes like this. If you don't want Tampa Bay to win, if you don't want Tom Brady to win, you either are, it's one of three things. You either are a hater, you either don't get it, or you're a Kansas City Chiefs fan. There's no other reason for you to not want Brady to win. And I I don't know what percentage falls within those three things. I mean, Kansas City Chiefs got to be like 10% of the people. I don't know, maybe even less, 5%. Most people, I'd say, and then the, like the remaining 90, 95% is probably split between don't get it and is a hater. But then there's probably a lot of overlap in those two statements too. Because, listen, he's already pretty much the greatest of all time. But it's still, there's a little bit of argument out there because of the Patriots and da-da-da, you know, this kind of thing. If he wins tonight, there's not an argument. He's the best ever. And the reason I say you don't get it is because you want to be alive and witness the best ever. No matter what it is. You know, I wish... I didn't care about basketball when Jordan was playing. I can remember my dad and brother watching the Jazz series. And I'm pretty sure they both wanted the Jazz to win. They're probably fucking haters. And I think I was rooting for Chicago just because they were rooting for the Jazz. But I had no comprehension about how good Michael was at that time. And I didn't even get it when he was on the Wizard. You know, I just didn't get it because I was too young. And same thing kind of with Kobe. I was old enough but then still didn't fully grasp. Gretzky, you know, Griffey, I was a huge Mariners fan. Griffey, I think, is one of the greatest of all time. He made the mistake of leaving Seattle, going to Cincinnati. Because he could have, that, I mean, he got hurt and stuff too, but... Cincinnati was just a, although he probably would have lost just as much in Seattle too. But you want to be able to see those people and be able to tell your kids and your grandkids, at least that's how I look at it, to say, yeah, I I watched every single one of Tom Brady's games. I mean, the dude has been in 10 Super Bowls. It's like 18% of all Super Bowls. (laughs) In the last 20 years, he's been in 50% of the Super Bowls. Do you know how insane that is? It it gives me a lot of motivation and encouragement or inspiration, whatever you want to call it, for my career. Because I'm at 30 right now. He's 43. So another 13 years. I don't know if I got that in me. We'll see. Maybe I do. shit. I mean, I think I at least got another five, six years. It it depends on how much fun I'm having too for me and the, where I'm getting my contracts and you know, who knows? I can see myself doing it. I love this shit. It's so much fun. And I, and that way I relate with him because to play that long, especially at that level where it's such a, such a commitment and such a job, you know, don't get me wrong. It's a commitment and job for me, but not at their level. It it isn't. And so, boy. Good old Tom. I hope he does it. I really hope he does. All right, moving on, I got one kind of new segment I'm going to do. I'm just I got a couple retweets of the week that I want to read from Twitter and maybe I'll expand on them, I don't know, or I'll just read them, because there there's some ideas that really resonate with me that I don't want to sit here and talk about and portray like they're my ideas, you know, back to that kind of originality concept, is I don't even want, it's, I think these are such good tweets, that's kind of funny, or such good ideas that I'm not going to sit here and try and develop my own little remix off it. I just want to give credit where credit's due and and read them exactly how they are because I think they're so damn good. So I don't know. I got like four or five of them. I'll just read through them. I don't know if this is... Tell me what you think, if this is a cool idea or not. Um, But one one of my favorite people to follow right now on Twitter is this lady named Ayeshat Akonbi. She's like this black British lady that I saw on the Michaela Peterson podcast. And I don't really watch the Michaela Peterson podcast very often. But for whatever reason, I, I saw a couple clips and I saw something about her on Twitter. So I watched and she's one of the best followers on Twitter. I mean, really good. So she says, The inability to see the world beyond pro slash anti, left slash right, good slash evil, is a cognitive distortion which psychology recognizes as a mental condition. And that's some deep shit. And I think that's a, an issue that we have going on right now with a lot of different se- sectors. And she kind of names them all pro, anti, left, right, good, evil. And it goes black, white. And I don't mean race, you know, I just mean seeing it's either this or that. And when everybody tries to constantly make every situation into this or that, good or bad, good or evil, pro or anti, it simplifies, it oversimplifies things. And it, I think, ultimately stems from just a lack of thinking. And she says here that it's a, you know a mental condition, which is maybe a little extreme, but I I could see it. My other one, my other favorite, one of my favorite guys on Twitter to follow is Zubi, who's a rapper, British rapper. Also, damn, I follow a couple of British people. Um, but he's had an interesting upbringing with living in like Saudi Arabia when he grew up, and he's just. He's somebody who is big and well-known and doesn't fold to the status quo at all. And so he just says, so many people's struggles are purely imaginary. They're oppressed by themselves. And I guess I kind of stole like part of my ideas in the beginning of saying, you know, you create your own reality. So if you think you're oppressed and you're this and that, then you're right. Ultimately, though, you're oppressing yourself by thinking that. And I know there are situations and things going on that are happening and uh, but you can get out of them. It's 2021, man. If you live in a free world, a free society, the western world for the most part, even Middle East places like that, it's I mean, it's not as bad as we're led to believe at all. at all. But I don't know enough to really talk about that. I can only talk about what I know. And I don't know. You can do it. Then the man himself, Tim Dillon, <laughs> he says, Hold the line. Don't give up hope. The only things that stand in our way are every hedge fund, every institutional bank, the CIA, our government, the entire media, except Barstool Sports, and most of the tech world. <laughs> If you're not watching the Tim Dillon show, I don't know what you're doing with your life straight up. That dude is entertaining, makes you think, makes you laugh. He's like what I kind of hope to be in a way, in my own way. But that just goes back to me saying, I just don't know how we're ever going to come out of all this stuff with, (laughs) I mean, those are the only things that stand in our way. We're close. We're almost there. Then, my third or another fa- favorite person on Twitter is Miriam Hasna. And I don't know where she's from, but she always talks about kind of energy type of stuff, but in a good, straightforward way and she's, she, I've got a couple by her first one says the easiest way to repel fake people superficial relationships and invitations to confirm is to just keep consistently showing up as your authentic self once they see you aren't into games and aren't easily manipulated into giving your power away eventually they move on and I can attest to that just be you And as I mentioned before, I think a lot of people have forgotten who they even are and have lost track of that, but it's in there somewhere. It is. So I I just, if you take anything from me tonight, just tap into yourself, man. Say what's on your mind. If you're wrong, apologize, admit it. Say you were wrong. Say you fucked up. If you don't know something, that's cool. Say you don't know that you don't have an opinion. I don't know where it became that we have to have a an opinion and be an expert on everything. You know, even even when I'm giving my opinions right now, I always prefer I don't know if psychology really. This is just how what I'm thinking. I'm not ever saying I'm right. Just what I'm thinking. Maybe it comes off like I think I'm right. But I guess you kinda gotta talk like that, you know, what? if people want to listen to you, but at the end of the day, I don't really know what the fuck I'm talking about for the most part. If we're talking football and dissecting defenses and running a spread offense, I know what the fuck I'm talking about. If I'm talking about psychology, I might have a little idea. I've read some things and watched something, whatever. But I don't really know. It's not my expertise, and I won't ever come off like I'm trying to be some expert. And then, I think last one. The truth is our minds can't even imagine or comprehend the highest possible outcome. This is why my prayer has always been, I want whatever God wants for me. This allows the divine to pour into me without being limited by, ima- by my imagination. And that one's deep. That one's super deep. Our minds are just so much more powerful than we really know. Even as I say that, I know that I don't really know. But I also know that I don't know. Ooh, and then, okay, last one is, the real conspiracy theorists are the ones who think what the government is doing makes sense. I'm just kidding, that's not a retweet. That was by me. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. All right, closing out. We're going to get into some Finnish problems, Finnish things of the week. Because like I said, that's kind of, because of the TikTok algorithm, that's what I'm posting on TikTok mainly. Because I think there's a, I have this concept in my mind to grow a Finnish audience, Finnish fan base. I could see myself here for multiple years playing. And they speak really good English. So from the podcast side of things, it, it could grow they like straightforwardness, which I think I present. Um, but it, uh, who knows what it could morph into? I I have followed this dude a couple years back named Connor Holiday, who was playing football in Germany, and he was doing vlogs there, and he kind of developed a a good German following, and he kind of parlayed that into doing some TV stuff in German and, and getting. These little situations and by no means do I want his situation, but I just know that weird parlayability is possible. So for the finish problems this week I don't I, I and I have to I'll be honest. I'm I'm I direct them and I say them in ways that I know I'm gonna cut up and clip for TikTok. So if it kind of if they come off kind of weird, that's why, but I'm just gonna whatever get into it, but it's been pretty cold the last week or so. It wasn't as cold as it had been, like minus twenty five minus thirty Celsius, but this week it was like minus ten or fifteen, and Finnish people love to tell you it's not that cold when it's minus ten or minus fifteen. You'll come out, get in the car, see someone at the store and be like, and it's a friend of mine. I'll be like, damn, it's kind of cold today. And they're like, ah, it's not that cold. It's like, bro, it's minus 15. <laughs> like, what? I know it's not minus 30. Can, can we still say it's kind of cold? Like, would that hurt us? I don't know what this like tough guy act is that everybody <laughs> portrays, you know? Like Luckily, I I spent some time in North Dakota where it's about as cold as it is here, maybe even colder because there's more wind in North Dakota. But I have one Finnish friend who will say, oh, it's not that cold. It's only cold if it's windy. It's like, yeah, it's colder if it's windy. But if it's minus 15, minus 20, it's still fucking cold, bro. My mustache, my beard is frozen after five minutes. It's still cold. And then, you know, I know I most of my stuff, because of TikTok works well, as I'm kind of talking crap about Finland, but I got to give Finland a compliment, is these long drinks are amazing. And I'm normally a, I, if you would have asked me five years ago what I think about long drinks, I would have been like, man, that shit's for pussies. The sweet drink and, uh, you know, I would have, because I like IPAs. I like, I'm kind of a beer snob. I like strong beer, save lager, save the piss water for somebody else. That's not my thing. But man, long drinks, boy. Just a nice switch up. And it's a nice start to the night. So at this point, I've gone through pretty much all of the Hartwell original flavors. And I think my favorites are probably Brandy and... Lime, yeah, yeah. Those are two. My uh, the purple one, lassen Lawson is a is that what it? Cassis, Cassis, Cassis. That one is pretty damn good. For sure, the worst one is lemon. And I don't like orange at all either. Orange is weird because it just makes me think of high school, drinking and mixing vodka or gin with orange soda, and I'm sure I got really fucked up and sick at one point in my life, and so that's why I don't like it, but those are probably the two worst flavors. I'd be curious, what what's some of Finnish people's favorite flavors out there? Now at this point, I'm, I'm going out and trying the other brands. I got, what is this? Long... The cranberry is good, too. I guess I'm drinking cranberry right now. I like this one. Is this the brand name, Lonquero? I know Lonquero means, like, long drink. I'm assuming... Oh, this is Olvi. Olvi brand. Oh, okay. So I've had the Helsinki Distilling Company pink grapefruit. That might actually be the best one out. Because these pack a little punch. I mean, the Olvi ones are a little bit pussy at 4.7, but everything else is normally 5.5. And I've seen they got like an 18 percenter. I heard that just, that sounds like a bad idea. But it is a nice little switch up. I'll give you that. I will give you that for sure. Oh, and then another thing for all the people who said that only drunk people will tell you how they're doing in Finland it is true. Don't get me wrong. They really will tell you how they're doing. And last night when I went out at the bar, I had like two random guys talk to me throughout the night. <laughs> and it it was almost like people were taking shifts. Random people were taking shifts to talk to me. At first I sat down, and was watching the Manchester United Everton game which I'm starting to watch a little soccer here and there something to do and something happened and this old Finnish dude next to me started talking to me and I had to say I'm sorry I don't speak Finnish and he went on and we ended up having probably like a 20 minute conversation guy's name was George in Finnish it's weird though I forget how to say how the fuck do you say George in Finnish is weird it's cool but it's weird and so then he eventually left and I was just sitting there by myself watching the game finishing it up and sure as you know it another guy just comes up says something to me and finish I don't know what the hell he said he was drunk though and I said I'm sorry bro I don't understand finish oh well what the hell are you doing here (laughs) you on vacation (laughs) No, I'm kidding. He didn't say that. I wish he would. Oh, I hope some. I can't wait till the next person asks if I'm on vacation. But we ended up talking for an hour or so, and I mean, just a good guy. Good, good old time. You Finns, especially when you're drunk, boy, you're fun to talk to. Super fun, because it's just straightforward, no holds bars. You you don't have to worry about being awkwardly forward and talking about some personal shit. And then I had to go to the bathroom. And the guy in the bathroom, I'm sitting there pissing. He's pissing next to me. And he just starts laughing and talking. And it sounded funny, whatever the hell he said. And so I just said, ah, w- I wish I understood what you were saying, man. And he got into, oh, where are you from? <laughs> we went through that little interaction and or I don't even know how exactly what started I just said maybe he asked me how I was doing or whatever and I was said like, yeah you know how's your night going or how are you you know I made the mistake I asked how are you and this dude was fucked up and he's like oh not very good I just got divorced it's like oh okay well I don't really know where I take it from there. Um, and he just, we're sitting in this, I mean, not sitting, standing in this tiny ass bathroom. And he's just wanting to continue the conversation. And I had to be like, all right, bro, I got to go get another beer and get to the bar. And here this motherfucker is wanting to continue the conversation. And I i continued it, you know, but I mean, he was like drunk, too drunk, Where it was, you know, it wasn't worth the time. You know, I wasn't drunk enough and he was too drunk. I should put it that way. And so I kind of gave him a little time, listened to him while I was waiting for my beer. And then I was like, all right, man, I'll uh, catch you later. And he hit me with the, all right, have a nice life. (laughs) It's like, damn, dude. I will. All right. (laughs) So, yeah, the random, I don't know if I, I just think I have a sign, maybe it's because I'm putting out the vibe of, I enjoy talking to random people, but I don't know if they just see this like tattoo on my head that says like, talk to me. And I'm all for it. I know someone's going to say, well, why are you mad about that? You should be happy that they want to talk to you. Motherfucker, I am bitch. And speaking of Finnish tinder, I know we're getting to the good juicy stuff here. There's a lot of thought dots here in Finland. And if you're wondering what a thought dot is, it's kind of like a lip piercing, but it's normally on the the top of the lip. And so it's not, it just looks like a little dot. And sometimes some people got them on the cheeks, some, they got them all around. And per capita, out of everywhere I've lived in Europe, Finland, without competition, is the highest per capita thought dots. Because and they're called thought dots because typically speaking, stereotype coming, warning, generalization warning, girls who have them are a little thoughty. <laughs> and that's okay. I'm... No problems against them. I'm actually a fan. <laughs> actually, yeah, speaking of that, little Tinder story to end the night, is this last week, I matched with this one girl, and she had like the lower thought dot, it was kind of more of a lip piercing. I don't know if I'd actually classify her in the thought dot category, but uh, she also had her tongue pierced, so... Yeah, it was a thought dot for sure. Um, and we went back and forth and had a good little flirting thing going. And uh, overall, Finnish girls, and I think it's just part of the culture, are just more open to hooking up early and then letting the seeing if the relationship can build after that. I think I read something or some other person told me that, sometimes relationships here or very commonly will just start more on the sexual side. And then it's like, okay. Cause if, I mean, if you can't, if you're not compatible sexually, then there's going to be issues eventually down the road. And I ain't saying sex is everything looks or everything, but it's important. You know what I mean? And so It's kind of like, all right, let's get that out of the way first and foremost. If we are compatible that way, then we can keep continue seeing how it goes. And so this one was funny, though, because we got a good little flirt going and. It's like, all right, well, what are you doing tonight? And kind of got the setup to come over. And I wasn't, you know, I'm still in kind of wholesome. Like, that's not what I'm. I'm looking to connect. I'm I'm normally the opposite. I, as my wholesome Joey side, I prefer to get to know you and make sure there's a connection mentally before I even want to do anything with you physically. But you can, I guess, figure that out in a couple hours. <laughs> and so we got it kind of set up. Yeah, we'll hang out tonight. And she's like, well, I have to ask, what are you looking for on here? And it's ironic. On Tinder, if a guy asks a girl, what are you looking for on Tinder? He's just trying to fuck. But if a girl asks a guy what he's looking for on Tinder, then she's looking for a relationship. <laughs> Almost foolproof right there. And she asked me that, and I said, you know, I'm not, I have no expectations on this shit. I'm not looking for anything in specific. I'm probably. Overall, I'm not looking to get married. I'm also not looking for just a one-night stand, which is true. And she said, well, I'm kind of looking for something more real. And her way of describing it basically sounded like a relationship. And I said, well, I don't know if then I'm what you want. Okay, yeah, me neither. But I forget how it kept going. And anyway, the next day we talk again. She doesn't end up coming over that night. The next day, talk again. She's like, I didn't scare you off with the serious talk, did I? I was like, no, not really. Like, I mean, I get it. I'm still interested to see. I, I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm just saying, eh, probably not going to happen. But let's let's peep the vibe. And long story short, we peeped it. So <laughs> I think that's how we'll end tonight. Thank you for everybody out there. Super Bowl's on in two hours. God damn it. Go Bucks, baby. Until next time. Peace and much love. Living for a living, baby.
3: How you doing? I played it cool. Then I planned the future. Then I made it move. Now the world goes anywhere I tell it to. I'm just an example. That's what I'm telling you. From the West Side, with we love's what I'm mailing you. Politicians should be assisting, not failing you So you can go around trying to tell the truth Be careful who you tell it to Yeah This is all on me From the west side, L-O-V-E uh-huh. You might never see nothing like me nah. You might never hear nothing like me again nah. I'm back looking like me again nah. Telling niggas it's me again it's me again. Yeah, yeah. It's me again. My mind is the strongest muscle in my body. I can make anything happen. Just gotta add a little love, a little dedication. Give it some time and watch it grow. Hard work can take you anywhere you wanna go. If you don't believe nothing else, you could bet on that. Keep your head up high and never look back. Know it's only one person that can stop you from getting what you want, and that's yourself. You gotta push yourself to be the best and don't worry about nobody else remember this ain't got nothing to do with yours you hear me